Welcome everyone to the social van Feeling Kyle sick of the bullshit So here they are, represent plus Ready to turn every podcast to dust So sit down and shut the fuck up Cause when and now, fuck your couch Welcome everybody to the social van yeah. What up y'all, KB the Six Ninja in the place to be as always I have a special guest today. Introduce yourself, good sir. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Politicize. It's fun to be on here, man. Chilling at C+. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've been talking about this uh, for a couple months now, bringing you on. And you dropped an awesome music video recently oh, nice, for your man. new album. Yeah, for your new album, Riot. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty cool, man. It's an animated video, you know, for the song. And uh, it's got me and Shaggy 2 Dope and our animated flavor. Chilling at the carnival, just but talking about the, crazy shit. Yeah, that's the first question. All right, how did this happen? The Shaggy T Dope collaboration? Because I remember you posted a picture and it was just like, holy, you know, because Shaggy <laughs> doesn't really do uh, features, especially some off of psychopathic, you know. Yeah. So this was he's, one of those moments. It was like, holy shit. He was very, he's very like, I mean, he's, he picks and chooses like when he wants to do collabs or when it's, it's all up to him, but. You know, I knew somebody down in Detroit that was friends with him. And, uh, you know, so that connection was made based off of his friendship. And, uh, you know, he set it up. He's like, do you want to do this verse with Shaggy Tudo? I'm like, hell yeah. And he's like, okay, will you come down here and record it? I'm like, of course. That's the way to do it, you know? I don't want to send anything. I want to be there. So I was down in the studio there with Trey Pound and, uh, you know, and uh, my boy Kamal and... You know, Shaggy was there that day. We spent a lot of time putting the song together, man, but it was, it was pretty crazy. But, you know, the interesting thing is my friend was just saying this to me. is that this is the third time I've worked with somebody from Psychopathic because the first time I worked with DJ Clay, you know, and the second time I recorded with Trey Pound, the third time was the same time that I went to see Shaggy. So, but this was a totally different experience, obviously, you know. As oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. The the first time I met him, I was starstruck and I was like, uh, how do I start a conversation with this dude? Like I I was, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, the closest thing was like, uh because I know he loves Star Wars as much as I do. I was like, What'd you think of The Last Jedi? And he was like, Oh, I fucking loved it. I was like, Oh shit. Um <laughs> It's like now this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he, you know, there's certain things I picked up between our conversation when we were there. Like, he really loves The Sopranos. He really loves watching The Sopranos, man. Like, that's one of his shows. He was like, yo, you got to watch The Sopranos, man. <laughs> you know, like... I never seen it either. Never seen The Sopranos. Like, never. I don't know. It's one of those shows I never, like, connected with. You know what I'm saying? I never connected with it either. I wanted to watch it, but I couldn't really connect with it. And I, I'm not, it's, there's shows like that, you know, like Walking Dead and, and all sorts of other stuff people might like. But if you don't connect with it, you don't, you know? It is yeah. It is. But, so um, I, with, a, with the animated part, like, um, what, what did, where did that come from? Where were you like, hey, you got a, an animation, dark carnival theme yeah. would, would be the shit. Like, what, where did that idea come from? You know, honestly, I wanted to 
I wanted to do like a, a full video with Shaggy. I wanted to do a full like, you know, like fly down to be in Detroit, just do a straight up video, you know, like uh, because it would it wouldn't cost much. I mean, we can film it out. I can edit it myself. It wouldn't be a big expensive thing, but I didn't get the chance to do that. I mean, he's busy as fuck, so it's not something that's surprising at all. But, you know, I thought to myself, okay, well, what if you know, I did an animated video of it, you know, and uh, just made it look cool. I mean, a couple things about animation people don't understand is that shit is expensive as fuck. Like, it, you know, like being in, I remember being in art school and like I, you had to draw like a hundred pictures for one frame of animation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's like that shit is expensive as fuck. So we did the best we could. I got a guy called Dirty Grim. He um, he does music as well, but he animates and does work for a lot of shows. He did work for shows on Hulu and uh, you know on TV and stuff like that. So we were working with a budget. And we're like, how you know how can we make it look cool? Like try to just make it dark carnival. You know, make it seem eerie. Don't make it seem like it's a uh, regular shit. A dark cartoon. You know, something like that. Yeah, and you know, I, I animation is crazy, and just like the the I would say the science behind of just putting it together. Because me, we, we over here, we wanted to do a cartoon series with me and Big Daddy. Then nice. we, 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 yeah, we we talked about it. Like I was like, man, a cartoon series of us would be the shit. Like we we could do this. And then we looked into it. We're like, oh yeah, I need to go suck a dick or two because because <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna cost us a pretty penny, man. <laughs> Like it's 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 crazy how much they spend. I guess you could spend up to twenty, thirty thousand dollars on one episode. So like one of the things with the video is obviously the mouth is not gonna sink to the words. But I caught some people like, oh it's nuts. That's weird, man. What the hell? What's up with that? Bro, just do a little research and animation. And if you got thirty grand you wanna loan me to do it your way, by all fucking means, my man, send it the fuck over. <laughs> I accept PayPal. I I got a debit card. Do whatever you want, man. We'll make it happen. I'll put your name in the fucking credits. You know, like come on. <laughs> you know that 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 that's that's a good uh, thing I want to ask you because you know you being an artist and I being an artist as well of the craft I do. Right. How do you try to take when you hear that criticism and you hear it, you're just like. Bitch, you you don't have a song with Shaggy. You don't have a music video. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> you know? just straight up, like you know, sit down, put your thumb up as hard as you can, and sit on it and think about it. You know, just why are you talking? You're not. You haven't done any of the same things, regardless of how well it does or bad. You still haven't done any of those things. But it just makes it easier for people f to feel good about themselves that way. I don't know. So it's, it's so weird. true. It's it's yeah, true because you when like anything we do, it's always something of like, oh well, you know, you should have done this. I'm like, well, bitch, you go do it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. You start it off and get get there and do everything yourself. You know, instead of modding modding your views on YouTube like some suckers we know out here. You know. Oh man, it, <laughs> the, the YouTube the YouTube game is crazy, man. <laughs> With the bots. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ha have you got the bots that are like, come check out sexy time at blah, 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 blah. You're just like, what? At the 52 minute bar. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> no, but I know there's some, there's some fuck boys that talk shit online on YouTube. They use them, you know? 
Oh, really? Haters, you know, haters like that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, that. I see it. I'm like, all right. Well, you know. <laughs> That's well, <nice>. but, <laughs> so uh, what got you into the game? What what inspired you to to do your craft? I think music music comes from like it, you know, whatever you're thinking. Uh, and especially someone that thinks a lot. Like I, I don't know if uh, if you've been that way, but I'm someone that just like thinks a lot. And I'll I'll brood on situations that bother me and think about things that bother me, you know. And it's like you can you might be able to deal with a little bit of it, but if other shit is really bothering you, if you write it down, maybe it uh, maybe it goes somewhere. It gets out of your head at least, right? Oh yeah. And, you know, from there it just starts getting interesting because then you start discovering things that you know that you've seen in other people doing in their music and you're like oh shit i just did that you keep doing it you keep doing it, and you keep finding things that you thought you couldn't do and you're doing them you know it it becomes about how can you top what you're doing for yourself at the same time making something interesting you know? yeah yeah it, it's it's one of those things where i i i used to be really heavy into be uh wanting to be a rapper and I, I tried really hard to get into it. Um, I was like dead serious at one point and I have so many songs and now it's kind of more or less put to the side for um, like a hobby, you know, more or less. And the podcasting right. is more of like of what I want to do to the vlogs and reviews and stuff like that. And but I always have those goals in mind. I'm like, man, you know, because I just did a punk rock track and I've been wanting to do a punk rock oh. track for so stinking long. And I remember I did it and I was just like, you know, if it sucks to somebody, I don't care because I'm just like, I did it. I that was the one goal on my bucket list, punk rock track done, you know. So and you guys must have had live in instruments, right? When you were doing it? Uh, no, uh, homie uh, sent me um, the beat. Like he he sent me the like because he he has a producer that does all types of crazy mad um, oh, instrumentals wow. and stuff like that and uh, the song is on YouTube right now the song's called Mr Happy and it, it was one of those things where I, I asked him he goes I'll ask I was like all right cool and then I did the track and after I got done doing the track and the homie's name is Penta he he he's like all right cool he goes send me the track and I sent it to him he goes man this is crazy I said yeah he goes bro where's Where's my spot for my verse? I was like, your? I was like, your verse? Wait, what? And he's just like, yeah, we're, I was supposed to be on it. I was like, oh, shit, my, my bad, bro. Like, I, I freaked this thing like, like it was my own. Like, listen, I, I still get to pick which, which verse of mine I want on before you get on that. So let me make yeah. my pick. <laughs> yeah, because he was really nice. He helped me get he helped me get the instrumental, you know, and he was really cool. But it was just funny when I, when I said it to him and he's like, Hey, um, hey, um, where's where's my spot? I'm like, oh, 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 my bad. You know, I felt that man. He wanted to be on it. He was like, oh, this track is killer. Where's my spot? What happened to it? I know there was another sixteen. Okay, K and B's like, ah, oh, nah, man. I'm a. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you heard. There wasn't an extra sixteen for you, but. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, so. With your album coming up, uh, Riot, uh, how, do you think this project is definitely like something you, you've been? I know you've been working on it for a while. Yeah, Are you ready? Yeah, ready to just unleash it on the world and just like you know let it devour people's ears and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm I'm ready for it to um for it to like you know come out like uh, 
come out to the point where you can, you know, where it's going to ship today, right this moment. Like right now, I'm just getting pre-orders for it. So I've got it up on pre-order. And I made sure to add cool shit for people like stickers and stuff like that. But the album itself, um, I think it's awesome, man. Every song is is cool. Every song is just fun to listen to. And uh, the quality is very good, you know, like mixing it down with Trey Power and everything. So he worked hard as hell to make everything come together. But I think everything went real well together. Like, it's a really fun album. There's nothing like... It's the same shit. It's not like I got harder or softer or anything different. It, like my flow got a lot better. I learned how to choose my topics about something and roll with it. And I learned how to make people have fun instead of just making sure I'm having fun, you know? So with that said, I think it's more accessible to people than ever before. If you wanted to listen to Politicize, this album is pretty much anybody can like it, give or take. <laughs> what is your writing process for a song because for me like it, it it it's such a pain in the ass because i i'm one of those guys that if i make a song i have to make the hook first like like yeah I have, like i am one of those guys i make the hook first and then i build the song and, and from there that's just my process right that's actually good advice though that's advice i've gotten from people too that knew their shit was make the hook first and then you can make the, the rest of the verses easier, you know? Um, I never did anything like that. I think I just I just got into it. I got into it got into my head what I was writing about, and it's just going off, going off. And then once it gets back into my head, I, I'll write down whatever it is. So it could be the hook or the or the verse. It just matters about that energy that starts flowing inside you, and you're like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> I got it down now. But it doesn't take long. Like it doesn't take me a week to write a song. Like I could, def I could write a song in like two days, or even one or less if it's like I know what I'm talking about. You know? Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, and that's why I, I dabble because I'm I, I take forever. I'm I'm, I'm one of those ones. That I'm just like, uh, what I let me see. There's this rhyme I did the other day. I was like, I, I let me see if I can remember it. Uh, I fucked your mom in the Walmart parking lot. I licked her butthole on the spot. Your dad did nothing because I blew him for a 20 spot. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that's when you get those, like, those fun, like, just, like, things that come in your head. You're like, and yeah. you take, you take your phone out and you get your notepad because you're going to write down every one of them because you never know when later on you could use that as, like, a, the end of a line or the end of a you know, a bar or something. Yeah, and, and that's the way I like to do it. I, I, I like, I, I'm one of those people where I like to say things that's going to make someone go, what did you just say? You know, like, and I was, and I said that line and I kept on saying it and like, I, I wrapped it to somebody like, wait, okay, so you're saying you fucked the mom and you blew the dad for $20? I was like, yeah, that's funny, right? And they're like, I guess, you know? <laughs> I mean, there's a ton of those. There's there's a lot of those. Like uh, I remember one that I, I always keep under my belt is like uh, I bust a nut in your mouth and call it the second coming. Gun in my hand, got this faggot running. It's very fucked up. It's very <laughs> fucked up, you know. But I just it's something I remember to write. <laughs> I I you it's, know it, it, my mentality is like that. that. It's uh, the Slim Shady mentality, you know, just saying whatever you can just to make everyone go, wait, what? 
what the fuck did you say? You know, and I think that's gone from hip hop nowadays. You know, it's, it's everyone. It's yeah, everyone's. Yeah, everyone's very safe when they write their bars and stuff like that. Like, I found stuff of mine from back in the day where I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I said that. But I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. That, I said that shit was dope, you know. And But why am I thinking? I was like, oh, it's probably just because of today's mentality of, you know, <laughs> of things you can and cannot say. <laughs> yeah, there's certain things you definitely can't say anymore. But even you change a person, like, you, you could think it's funny, but, like, you wouldn't even feel a hundred percent about putting it on anything anymore. You know, like I think that kind of stuff works best for battle rap and like battle rap. And like, it's funny because when I got blind fury on the, uh, on the album riot too, and with blind fury, I was like, how am I supposed to go with this? You know, like, what should I do? Should we just make it hip hop? He did his thing, but I decided to just talk about how fucked up it is to battle today because they'll talk about your people that are dead they'll they'll uh they'll get right in your face they'll talk about your color your religion your background basically anything they can find about you they'll try to dehumanize you and your job is to sit there and take it and come back with something more fucked up see i think the part about sitting there and taking it is the hard thing because it's not fun anymore it's not like as fun as it used to be i don't know that's my feeling of it. I mean, I'm not saying they're not talented, but they're going balls to the wall at your throat when you battle now. It is not like it was like 10 years ago or even more than that. You know? Who would you say is your favorite battle rapper? Man, my God, there's so many vicious. I think, I think my favorite two are the most vicious ones. They're like, uh, they're disaster and arsenal and they're fucking Ooh. vicious. <laughs> Mine is Soulcon. Oh, Soulcon is good because he doesn't actually come from that vicious nature. He'll actually be calm and destroy you. And I like that better, you know. Oh man, <laughs> I I remember when I got introduced to the world of battle rapping and stuff like that. And this is when I first started like rapping. And then when then when Eight Mile came out, everybody wanted the fucking battle. And then I. <laughs> And I just remember, like, in middle school, and someone was like, yo, man, let's battle. I heard you rap. And I was like, all right, let's, let's, let's battle. And then he starts spitting his bars, and everyone's like, oh. And then I was like, I, I know. Wait. Wait, are you are you doing the lyrics to Please Don't Hate Me by ICP? And he goes, oh, shit. And I'm like. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> everything you say, but everybody was like, "Oh, I'm like, yo, no, 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 no. This isn't his song. This is the, he's taking." <laughs> that's that's like that's like uh, that's instant karma right there. That motherfucker got discovered for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, battle rap him back." I'm like, "No, you insulted me so much that." <laughs> You try to steal somebody else's verse to make it a battle rap? Nah, man, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's like uh, you're not ready. You saw a movie and you got excited. That's all that was. Yeah. <laughs> battle rap is cool, but I mean, yeah, it's it's still fun to watch. It's 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 something it's something that was fun to watch, but not participate in. I'm okay watching it. I don't want to participate. I'm good. <laughs> you ever watch that movie, Bodied? Bodied. Was it like a battle rap type movie? It's a it's a battle rap movie, and it's uh, uh Eminem produced it. 
and it's uh it's it's about this white kid who goes into it and he's a nerdy looking white kid and like he's getting dissed left and right and then like the final battle he gets punched in the face but then he gets he gets back up and spits even like vicious raw bars at this dude and of course he wins the battle but like it is it, it goes in debt and depth of the battle world and how vicious and you know and people get in your face and how people like will spar with each other over you know the things they say and like you said tough skin and for me i'd be like you know <laughs> i try to be like <laughs> you know what i think might be a good thing to do you just take two pairs of gloves while you're battling and you put two pairs of gloves next to them and you're like if in any case and scenario for you feel like you want to fight do me the honor of not sucker punching me because i gave my gun to my man just <laughs> yeah. put the gloves on okay we can come back to this <laughs> just put the gloves on. <laughs> have the guys from Star uh, Street Beef over there. I'll have uh, Scarface from Street Beef over there and the guy Wolverine, the white dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you should check it out, though. The movie's called Bodied. I'm definitely going to check it out, but I'm, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm known for being very truthful. So one of the things that I was thinking about when you were describing the movie was Eminem. Couldn't you go, couldn't you go the bigger route? Couldn't you have made that kid some sort of minority? Eminem, you could have done that, you know? You, you could have. Yeah, and, the, and, the, and it could have, but I think, well, it's funny is he put the white kid in the, into uh, the battle situation where he was going against a minority. And, like, how, you know, in the aspects, he's like, Hey, yeah, this this will work, right? This will work, you know. <laughs> but the white kid still wins. The white kid still wins. <laughs> Eminem didn't want to go too far off from his fan base, you know. He's like, I don't want to go too far off on this one. <laughs> yeah, well, real, I, yeah. <laughs> real quick though, before we uh, get going more of this interview, uh, well, this is just a fun conversation. We're gonna get into a, a track of yours, yeah. right? Quick and um. Why don't you introduce this track we're about to hear? Hey, so this one is like one of the personal songs you get from the album. It's called Anxiety. Uh, it's produced by Jason Porter, and it's just a dope song. Uh, anybody that's got anxiety, man, you're going to feel it. So check it out. Yeah, we're going to play it right now. And uh, everything he's been talking about, all the plugs and everything will be in the description below this video. So you can order the album. You can... Uh, Get some merch if you need to, you know, like we'll have all the links in the description below so you can show some love. And I would say show some love. Uh, we're about to get in this track. Let's do it right now. Yo, there's a reason I be doing the things I be doing, man. There's a reason. There's a reason I talk the way I do. I act the way I do. You ever think maybe that the kid's got some problems he's trying to work out? Instead of always judging me like a little bitch? Fuck you. Every time I go out, I see faces of people that see me. Every time I go out, I see faces of people that see me. They be looking, they be staring, uncaring, unbearing attitudes. Throw some punches and bunches, they losing latitude. I wish that I could do it, we must use our words. Not in the slightest, I'll use the opposite touch of Midas to clean you gingivitis. My brightest day is in the corner that's unturned. You motherfuckers had best learn. I've got anxiety. I'm 
tired of it like Ebenezer, a geezer, not meager when I'm a fire breather, burn it like ether, so why the fuck am I second guessing my own self? Sick of the pain in my brain that's breaking my cranium Wouldn't stop breaking my cranium if it was made of titanium I need some zannies, they helping me more than regular meds Instead of being all groggy and soggy out of bed I wanna be living, not living like I'm really dead That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um who would you say is your biggest influences like in uh in hip hop? Probably oh. the same three the same three that have been for a while. You know, like when it comes to wicked shit, ICP. When it comes to political shit, KRS one. You could you could say KRS one and Mortal Technique, they're both pretty influential, but still KRS one more so. But yeah, man, I'd say those three people are very influential, you know? Like, there's artists that I really like, like Jin. I don't remember if he was doing battling back in the 106 and Park days. I used to fuck with Jin heavy. Like, I, I still have, like, all of his albums and shit like that. Um, but, yeah, man, those are the guys. They're all old school now. That's the interesting thing, you know? Oh, yeah, and, you know... I love when I can hear someone say like KRS-One or something different of that nature and not go to the Dude. same, like, oh, Tupac, Biggie, you know. Uh, it's like, don't get me wrong. I love my Tupac and Biggie, but usually those are the ones people go to the quickest. But when you hear like, no, nah, man, I, you know, it's like when I hear, I heard somebody go, no, I love Chuck D. I was like, all right. You know, oh, man, I can't believe I forgot Chuck D. I, oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. That's a hell yeah, of an influence. Oh, yeah. And like, there, there's so many other great rappers, you know, because for me, like, I've always been a huge Eminem fan, but there's other rappers out there that I'm like, like Atmosphere. I remember when the first time I heard Atmosphere fucking blew my mind. I, I was just like, yeah, yeah uh, like God, God Loves Ugly, that album. Whew. It was um, Atmosphere and Idea. Idea and him did albums together, too, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, he was dope, too, but he he died. Uh, or from some, I forgot how he passed away, but and, and it's just funny too because like I, this is why I love doing my reviews for underground artists and getting underground artists on the show because I I I really want to showcase what I love, what what everything that I love, and when I do that, I get people being like, "Yo, 
what was that song? I'll be like, did you check the description below? I had the link. I have all this. Oh, yeah. Well, now I'm a fan of these guys. You know, I'm just like, <laughs> fucking dope, man. That's what I want. That's because that up. person. Yeah, because. Um, yeah. And what's really dope is like when I get somebody tell me like, yo, man, like I was going to quit the game. But I saw your review came out of nowhere. Made me want to stay in the game. I'm like that. That's what I'm trying to do. I want you like, don't give up on your shit. You know? Yeah, it's 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 definitely hard because it's all you. You know, like it, it, you can you can easily feel that way. You got to actually work not to feel that way. You got to work not to feel that way. You know, it's like anything else. Yeah. Uh like it's it's one of those things where I, I I see people fall into it, and they're like, man, man, I only got like two listens, and man, just fuck it. I'm just like, I go, man, don't don't say fuck it because you are one of the rare few that are making shit. You're one of the rare few that's creating something, and somebody out there is gonna fuck with it, no right. matter what. True. True. You got to do that Joe Dirt shit, that keep on keeping on. <laughs> Joe Dirte? <laughs> I love them. <laughs> he was like, he was like, how much money y'all making? <laughs> you like to see homos naked? Uh, okay. <laughs> my, my favorite line for that movie is uh, Joe Dirt. Joe uh, says, uh, Joe Dirte, isn't it Joe Dirt? Uh, you know, and he goes, um, I got a name for this car. Rusty, why don't you drive this piece of crap, uh, piece of crap off the cliff and do us all a favor? A piece of crap, huh? Huh? You got them spinning tires? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 probably like when he was going off saying this square. Like <laughs> <laughs> you got these mics, mic check one two, huh? <laughs> and they don't like no feedback. <laughs> I need to see that second one again, man. It's been a while since I saw that. I have I I don't know. I saw the second one. I was like, yeah, you know. Then the mat the magic's the first one. The first one's just it's so magical because it's funny, yeah. and I can tell you like comedy because I can tell by the poster behind you. Oh hell yeah! I love like like I think the White Castle movies are some of the funniest shit I've ever seen, dude. Like I remember seeing it when I was in Texas. Like I live I live with my best friend, and we went to go see that movie. High as fuck. I'm like, oh man, dude, this is funny as shit. Like, I never seen anything like that before because it just had different minorities in it. You know, it was like Korean guy and Indian guys. I'm like, yeah, that's funny. And they smoke weed, and they've both been in shit before, so you've seen him before. But yeah, that was like one of my favorite fucking stoner comedies. Like, that's up there with like Cheech and Chong and uh, fuck. Um, what would take third place on something like that, like stoner comedies? Well, you know, I, uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Well, yeah, both, both the two of those movies are good. The first one, the second one. I don't know about the remake. I don't watch it. Oh, uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking great. It's, it's it, uh, yeah. I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. Um, it's great. But uh, going back to uh, Harold and Kumar, and I was talking to somebody about Harold and Kumar the other day because I was just like, man. I go, you could not get away with the comedy in the second one, Guantanamo <laughs> Bay, because of that cop who was racist as fuck. There's so many moments uh, in that movie that were fucked up. Like, he, he's like, cop meat sandwich. <laughs> or, when, or when he goes to the hood and he pulls out the grape soda. And, and he, 
starts pointing you like. <laughs> Oh, that was so fucked up that he it was so many moments where that guy was like the perfect piece of shit. You're like, this guy. Man, why do people like him even breed? You know, euthanize this motherfucker. Put him in a leper colony. What what was that what was that other one? Um when uh with the what was the Jewish actor's name? And then they they pour, he pours the coins on the, <laughs> the <table>. Goldstein. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh. Fucks with that man. They came at everybody's neck. They came. They oh. came at everybody's neck in that movie, and it was funny. Yeah, I, I, I actually, um, it's, it's in the works still. I still need to wrap my head around it. But I was trying to write a stoner movie, and it was, I was, yeah, I, it, I was gonna, and it's called, it's called Ghost Pizza, and it was about this, uh, this stoner guy named Roach, who wants. To own his own pizza shop, so but he go, has to learn the game. So he goes to the pizza shop in town, the only pizza shop in town, and it's super popular because the owner made a deal with the devil, and the 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 end of the contract was up, and the devil's like, "All right, I came to collect," and the owner's like, "Fuck you!" And he's like, "All right," and he starts like sending like paranormal shit to attack his customers and this and that. Then Roach meets his best friend um, Blitz. Blitz, and it's a ghost, and all he wants to do is hold a joint. That's all he wants to do is smoke, but he can only take it by secondhand smoke. And like the payoff of the movie was those two fight all the demons off. They defeat Satan, you know, and the owner gives them the pizza restaurant. And at the end of it, like um, Blitz, the ghost goes into this big like, oh man, we've been through all this shit and this and that, and I still can't hold a joint and blah blah. Then Roach would be like, bro, look, then. He's fucking holding the joint. He's like, yes! And, you know, <laughs> that, that was going to be the plan. Yeah, I, I like the setup, though. I like the setup for the movie and, the, like, the uh, the restaurant. Like, yeah. He wants a restaurant. He's going to get it. He's got to fight these uh, satanic forces, though. Yeah, and he's he's just always high as fuck. Like, I, you know, and I wanted to, like, shoot. I wanted, like, a one-location movie. Like, you never leave the pizza joint. Like it's all one location, and I wanted to shoot it with that budget of like a trauma style budget, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, game really disgusting in some certain ways of things blowing up and just goose and guts everywhere, you know. Like that was the idea behind it, and I remember like, and that that's the thing too, like you said about animation, writing a movie, also being like, okay, man, how much do you think this would be? It'll be this much. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, you got you got to have the budget for everything and be working with it. It's basically just working with other people that want to put their money together to do it. You know, like if there's a certain amount of people that are like, okay, well, we can't do it ourselves because it's understandable. Pull like six, seven people together that want to do a project like that. And then I think it will become easier. But yeah, that's a good idea, man. Because these days it's not like before we're like, a movie you make won't get any play if you send it to the right people. And shit, I don't even know how much that guy... How much do you think the dude from Trauma, the head guy, even charges to do a picture these days? It's a good question. Oh, Ka Lloyd Kaufman? Like, he... Yeah, so what they do... Well, from what I understand they do, is the reason why they have such a huge catalog of movies is is they go out and they, like, they, they buy these movies from 
like, hey guys, I made this movie for ten thousand dollars. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants to distribute it. Trauma's uh, trauma's like, all right, here, here's the ten thousand you paid for it. It's ours. We'll distribute it, you know, out there. So get your name out there. And you know, that's how he got like James Gunn to go on that whole other level. Uh, you know, and like how crazy like Samuel Jackson early early days acting. You know, they just went and bought all these movies that nobody wanted. And I just thought that was fucking cool, you know. Then I was just like, man, that's the type that's of business cool. I want to run, you know. Yeah. Like, well, not not buy people shit, but like be like, oh hey, I want to give you a platform, like you, you know, you. And I and I think that's where my ideas come from for my reviews and stuff because I'm just like, there, here's a platform, here's a platform for these artists, and you know that's why when we connected, I was just like, oh man, I can't wait to like just have you on here. Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely doable, man. Like I think. I think it would take a, it might take a little bit of time to save that budget up but again if you're if you're working with other people that are putting money into it just get the right cameras and get a little bit of lighting and go in that location and film man put it together and the reason why I wrote it to a, a pizza joint is because that's where I work I, I, I worked. I worked at a pizza joint for five fucking years, and I developed this story for that five year time. I was in just like little notes. Here. I'm like, oh man, what what if the owners are scumbags? Well, Bro, you know, <laughs> I, I can give you. I can give you an evil pizza story. I don't think they really exist, but some do. An evil pizza story. I can tell you, man. I was with my buddy, and I went there to visit him in uh, in Georgia. I was in Florida visiting my brother. So I get there, you know, we're ordering pizza and his girl or his baby's mom or whatever. She's like, I'll order it for you. And I did the dumb thing of letting her take my card to order card to order it. I was just, I guess I was being trusting. This bitch ordered like seven pizzas and put like $50 on my card. And my friend's like, why the hell did you do that shit? He was so pissed off. That was the night he actually left her. And let me tell you, that pizza tasted like greed. It tasted Ooh. like greed and sin. <laughs> it tasted like it tasted like the pie from the movie Thinner, where like oh shit, mixed in it. I was like, yeah, this don't taste right, bro. <laughs> and you're like, and I paid fifty bucks for this it. 50, Fuck that. This fifty bucks for some seriously. Uh, fucked up pizza dude i think someone did a seance on it or something <laughs> so uh wh what's your wh what do you like on your pizza i'm just e i'm easy with it man just plain cheese pizza that's all i want but they got something real good out here and actually they have it at every uh domino's that cheesesteak pizza <sighs> never tried that yet it's authentic man it's authentic. it's good Ooh. I, yeah. Shit. I know I'm eating tonight. I know I'm eating tonight. Well, what's so funny though is like I got turned off pizza after working for pizza for so long. Like it was just one of those yeah. things where I was like, I was like, fuck pizza, man. I was like, I see pizza every day. And that's you know <laughs> That's understandable, but, man. <laughs> but but that's every job, you know. Like I remember I worked at Arby's. I was I started, I was like, my fat ass was like, Arby's, yeah. Then like after a month, I was like, man, fuck Arby's. <laughs> so this there's one there's two places actually I wouldn't mind just because their food was so good like back in Texas Whataburger is one Whataburger I could eat that every day probably and die and CC's pizza was the shit too because you could have any type of pizza when you walked in there those are both Texas places like I don't know if I'd ever get sick of their food It'd take a while <laughs> 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 talking four years maybe. <laughs>
<laughs> well, what's crazy is like for me, I'm a huge Chinese food guy. I could eat fucking Chinese food all day, every day. My first job when I was like 13 was at a Chinese restaurant. And that shit was so fucking awesome because like he let me eat the buffet for free. So me being a little yeah. fat kid, I was just like, oh, hell, I, I could eat. Oh, shit. But man, I, <laughs> that, that job was weird, though, because like I remember um, like every Saturday he would make me go clean um these grates or whatever that catches the grease to you know and he would be like he used fucking oven cleaner for everything like if i'm gonna clean something oven cleaner on the floor oven cleaner on the pallet like oven cleaner was every fucking way like that i was just like oh burning myself and shit and like one time he called me he's like oh you want to come to work and i was just like okay he goes yeah well, come to my house and like it was he lived like right up the road from my family and i was like oh well you don't want me to meet you at the restaurant? He's like, no, no, no. And I, he would be like, all right, now I want you to shampoo my carpet on the floor. And then after that, wash my car and I'll pay you this. And I'm, I was young and I was like, oh, okay, fucking shampoos. You can watch whatever you want on TV. Nothing but like Chinese TV stations. No dubbing, <laughs> no like that. Like he's, like, he's like, watch whatever you want. I was like, oh, and like I had to put on like sumo wrestling because there was nothing I could fucking watch, man. Damn. I mean, yeah, I'd I'd rather watch sumo wrestling than infomercials. Yeah, so that that's all I did. I went through. I was yeah. like, nope, not in English, not in English. I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm just Weird. gonna watch these things. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, with uh, besides music, what else other hobbies do you do you have? I mean, I lo I love boxing, man. I've been doing that for like years like at 1.7 years straight and then you know now i don't ever since that covid shit i have, haven't returned to the gym to do the sparring and that kind of shit but it feels good man it's especially challenging yourself i mean i don't know it's funny though like people that do different shit can't do other shit like if you talk to a runner you know they can go for miles but you know a boxer like damn i can't run that long you know but i love running uh, i'm boxing and uh you know, just making beats and music, man, and just I'm a big gamer, so you know it's always about the video games. Uh, I, I'm the opposite of the gamer, but speaking of boxing, did you watch the Mayweather Logan Paul fight? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you know, it's funny at that press conference where Floyd looked all mad, dude, he looked like a dog that was about to die. Like, you could tell when a dog's about to die because its hair's falling off. He's just like... <laughs> uh, it's true, though. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, like, you know, he he beat Logan Paul. He didn't knock Logan Paul out. He didn't make him say no mas, you know? He basically just beat him. And Well, you know... Yeah. It's it's a Mayweather fight too. Like you know, I I wanted him to knock out Logan Paul, but at the same time, I was like, it is a Mayweather fight. Mayweather, he's not that kind of a boxer. He he, you know, he that's why he defeated Conor McGregor because Conor McGregor got tired at the end. Like he yeah. was like he, he couldn't lift his arms. Like he was like, <sighs> and like Mayweather is built for that, like you know, that long, and he's built for that longevity in the ring especially going yeah. that many rounds and he's about the yeah. points he ain't about I mean, he's, nah. no he's not about the points but like you could you could tell that like he's not who he was but he's good enough to beat people that he fights in exhibitions you know like 
it was just kind of like funny because I was just thinking, damn, dude, you're you claim to be the best and you're fighting a guy from YouTube, but Manny Pacquiao is fighting number one welterweight Errol Spence. And it comes down <laughs> comes down to the money, man. It comes down to the money. Easy, and I mean, money I, and money is good. Easy money is good. I'm not saying don't take your easy money, but when it comes to legacy, like that's a crazy fight. Like so, when that Floyd fight happened, I was like, well, one of two things can happen. He can sail to a victory, and nobody will really get knocked the fuck out, or he can get knocked the fuck out. Maybe he's old and he slipped. Maybe a you know Father Time caught him at the wrong moment. So well, it's either but, one or the other with him now. The, the memes of, like, the hugging have been great. <laughs> it's whatever, though, because you know what? It's like Floyd fights tactically, so people could say he's running. So at the same time, if the guy comes in for a hug, you should know better how to get out of it. You've been fighting 50 fights in your life already, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of boring to me. I'm more, I'm more excited about Manny fighting F. Spence because – if Manny pulls that off, that makes him, in my eyes, like I already feel like he's number one. I already feel he's like the best boxer the last 30, 40 years. Oh, man. Like it's, cra it's crazy when you think about that. Like it's like any sport in general. Like there was like, you know, the Michael Jordans of basketball and that, that whole 90s run. And then like the Mike Tysons and, you know, the, all these fighters and whatnot. And like, then you think about the greats and like football. And there's some greats now, but not like they used to be. And you look at this generation, there's not many greats anymore that make that, you know, because hell, I wasn't even a basketball fan, but I knew who Michael Jordan was, you yeah, know. I, yeah. <laughs> Household name, right? Everybody knew MJ. It's like you had to know Michael Jordan, you know. Yeah, but I'm. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, and like I I don't see any like spawning of that like today. It's just it's it's a lot of hype, it's a lot of talk, or it's a lot of it's a lot of money behind behind somebody. But I think it's fun. One thing people don't know is that Floyd gave uh, Conor McGregor a concussion when they fought. Oh yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's really that's really bad for Connor. I'm not. I mean, damn! Like nobody Floyd ever boxed got a concussion. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, there's no way I can like defend this in any way. <laughs> but I don't want to because I'm not a big Connor McGregor guy. But I, 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 I had people. I, I remember that when that fight was gonna happen. Oh, once he gets Mayweather, he's gonna <laughs> knock his ass out. And I, I was like, uh huh. Uh, I was like, right. I was like, yeah, sure, sure. Like, no, I was like, if you understand boxing, <laughs> understand it. I go, he's gonna get tired. He's gonna like, you know, he's gonna give all his best shots he can. McGregor's gonna swing everything he can in the first few rounds. But that's a like, has anybody seen Rocky? Like, yeah. you know, let's break it. Let's break down the science here. He's gonna get tired. <laughs> like, he's gonna get super tired. That's what I'm saying. He's fun to watch now, though, man. I, I love watching him get his ass whooped because he's one of those guys that every time after you get your – you ever meet this kind of people in your life where let's say you had to fuck someone up and they, they keep coming back talking shit thinking that they didn't just get their ass whooped. That's Conor McGregor. In a you nutshell. Because <laughs> didn't he get – like his last UFC fight, didn't he get knocked out? <laughs> he keeps yeah. getting fucked up. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
first he got tapped the fuck out by Khabib and spat on. <laughs> and, and then he got knocked the fuck out by the guy Khabib beat. <laughs> and then before that, Nate Diaz tapped him out. And then before that, Mayweather beat him up. <laughs> now I want to see Logan Paul versus Conor McGregor now. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I think Logan Paul has a chance. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. He went there. He went Logan. there. You know what? I don't want Logan Paul. I want Jake Paul. If we can pick, I want Jake Paul to fight Conor. I want Jake Paul to He's got a little more thud in his punch. Yeah. Uh, like, um, do you watch any uh, wrestling, pro wrestling? Not really, man. Like, I stopped watching wrestling during the time of, like, Yokozuna. Doing oh, you go way back. <laughs> yeah, I stopped. I stopped at that mark. I never really got into it after that, man. I, I, was, just, I, I was just asking just because I'm a huge pro wrestling fan. And, like, you know, I when you see. I saw your video, bro. I saw your video. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did pro, pro wrestling for a bit and that was fun. Uh, like I, I want to get back into it, but it's, uh, you know, it's just where I'm at, there's no action. Like if I was down like in Phoenix area where action happens, you know, that's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a little bit more can be done, but where I'm at Flagstaff, Arizona, there, there's no magic happening. When people come here from California, like, where's the club? I'm like, I just go downtown and find a bar. That's about it. You know, <laughs> that's a shame. Yeah. Especially when they shut down places like that, you know, like, what are you going to do? Oh, man. Shut down tunes and all that shit. It was crazy. Like, it was ghost town central around here, man, when all this started. And what sucks is, like, uh, I say this all the time, but me and Big Daddy, like, we had plans for, uh, like, plans for 2020. Like, we were talking about the gathering. We were talking about going to more concerts and covering them for the social event. You know, we were talking about, you know, this, going to Comic-Con. And we're like, yeah, man. And we're like, we're like, hell yeah, you know, let's do it. Then all of a sudden, we're like, nope, stay home. Everything's canceled. It was like, fuck. <laughs> well, it, was, it was dead time. Like, I remember, like, I was in, uh, yeah, because six months before, before COVID really started, like I went to go visit my wife's family in Pakistan. And when I was there, like before the whole COVID thing started, like it was already in the US, but it wasn't going on much there. But I was hearing stories back at home, like, you know, it was a hundred thousand people are dead or 200,000 people are dead and shit like that. And it was, you know, she sent me pictures of like the mall area around here dead. That shit looked like Silent Hill, bro. It should <laughs> You know, like it was just it, it it it's crazy when you think about it, and it's just like now we're slowly getting back to normal. You know, like I, like for me, I'm a big movie guy, and not going to the movie theater, then all these movies being turned, you know, and then I got lazy with it because they're because HBO Max made me lazy because they're like, hey, you can watch the movie on your couch now, like you know, and it was like, oh, I. Godzilla versus Godzilla. Kong. Yeah. Yeah. Godzilla versus Kong at my fingertips. Shit. Why not? Suicide Squad. Shit. You know, I, I don't need to go to the movie there, but we're going, we're going back to the movies to be my first time back in the movies in a couple weeks. Cause me and the homies, we're going to do a coverage of it, but we're going to watch uh, fast nine. Fast nine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's my, it, just because last, cause <laughs> last year, 
uh, I did a, a, a series called The Road the Fast Nine and how much I do I do love these movies just because of the ridiculousness of, of the movies. <laughs> yeah. And how yeah, and so I did a whole series where I watched a movie, did a review for it, watched a movie, did a review, watched a movie, did a review, got all the way to seven. Tickets came out for Fast Nine. I still have my ticket from last year. Bought that ticket. Then I was like, all right, then me and um, my buddy Doug we were gonna do full blown movie commentary for the fate of the furious and Hobbs and Shaw. And we're like, all right, cool, man. We had, we had all this shit planned, and then they're like, uh Bass was one of the first ones, they're like, We're pushing it back to next year. And it was like Is this new one <laughs> the one where they like um do they get Han back in this one? Yes. Okay, so they cover that whole backstory and he's he's back. Well, this is uh, the first time him being back since Tokyo, and John Cena's uh, Dom's brother that we never knew about, and it's just like okay. And then from what from what I'm hearing is like now they want to take the franchise and mix it with Jurassic World, and I was just like, oh hell yeah! <laughs> I was like, let's, let's, I was like, let's do this, man. Oh, so they're adding dinosaurs? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> my my, this is the this is the crossover I want. I want. The Fast series meeting the Transformer series, like, God, dude, like why not? <laughs> at, at least it's not it's not Fast and Furious, a horror movie in space. They're that talking about space. <laughs> <laughs> the next one's supposed to be like them going to space, and I'm just like, you guys went from that first movie from stealing TVs and DVDs, you know, sets. And now you're saving the fucking world, like. That's a little too much. I think I'll be done after nine. <laughs> you're going to walk out of the theater and be like, nope. Stop, stop, stop. nope this I'm washing my hands. I'm washing my hands. Yeah, this is going to be like that Kevin Smith movie. Uh, what was it called? Uh, uh, Something the Clown. It was called Something the Clown. Um, oh, my God. Did you ever see that? Something. I'm trying to think of his movies. Like, uh, Let's see. There's Tusk. That was really weird. Red Tusk State. Yoga hosers. Um, I know he has a clown movie that he Bro, was. I was I'll just save you the pain of it. Kevin's oh no, uh, the guy from Clerks gets butt raped in it by a guy wearing a clown costume. <laughs> hmm, that that intrigues me more to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> this was a straight Kevin Smith movie. It didn't go very far. <laughs> Oh, Vulgar the Clown, Vulgar the Clown. That's I don't think that is Kevin. I, I think you know, that I think I know. I think I know what you're. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, but I don't think it's Kevin. Maybe Kevin threw his name. No, or was it? Or was it a uh, Brian? I, I I know this movie. I know what you're talking about now. I gotta okay, look, I gotta look it up. I gotta yeah. look this up. Vulgar yeah. the Clown. Who was this made by? Oh, okay. It wasn't directed by. It was directed by Brian Johnson. But yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Produced by Kevin Smith. And his production company, View Askew Productions. I know what you're talking about now. Because when you said butt ripped, I was like, I don't know. The first person that popped in my mind was Brian Johnson. I was like, <laughs> he's a sick bastard that would make it. <laughs> you know? Wow. But um, get things rolling here. We got to get going. But uh, before we get going, um, I'm going to leave the floor open for you. Plug whatever you want. Um, yeah. you know, and we'll make sure to to have those plugs in the description below. We'll even have a to the pre-orders, you know, to the albums and everything like that. So the floor is yours. Hey guys, so uh, you know, thank you for having me on here, brother. And um, 
you know, grab that pre-order for the album, man. You know, I've got the standard one. I've got the Riot gear, and uh, times is tough as fuck, I know. But I got that actual standard album on sale for 10 bucks. So go to the link to the store, pick that up, and um, get it before I ship it. You know what I mean? Much love. All right. You heard it right there. You heard the song, Anxiety. I hope you liked it. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I really had fun. We got to bring you back up. We got to bring it back on and just have a full blown conversation about no, everything. No, we'll just have a list of movies that came out and we're just going to go down. <laughs> Next time, well, I'm probably going to text you tomorrow and be like, dude, I saw Vulgar. Uh, <laughs> I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> I can't get it out of my head, man. You warned me. You said, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But uh, one thing we like to do with our guests. Is uh, we have a motto around here at C Plus Studios, and that is "fuck your couch." And once uh, we say, when I say "when in doubt," both of us will say "fuck your couch." You ready? Let's go. All right, y'all. When in doubt, oh, no fuck your couch. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace.